Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Where you have to be out there on the globe today. Welcome to episode 24 of the Cranky Old Bastard Podcast. We are here to discuss politics, feminism, all sorts of things that are absolutely politically incorrect. I am your host, John Overall. With me is my co-host... The Cranky Old Bastard himself. And we are about to give you a great show, so off we go. If you watch, you're a racist... If you're male, you're a pig If you're cis, you are privileged Skin is shaming if you're big And if you stretch, you're homophobic Heaven help if you're wrong So don't have an opinion And just do what you're told all right, and we before we go much further, we would like to recognize the No Agenda show for some of the uh, clips and other bits and pieces that will be in the show today. So check out the No Agenda show at noagenda.com. So off we go. We're going to start this uh, thing, and we're going to go into the area of... Politics, 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 politics. Yes, the Roman Senate. There we go. Politics, 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 and politics. So off we go. With so, our first, the boy blunder. The boy blunder. Which one is the which one is the boy blunder the done fir- now? What uh, what article are we gonna? He becomes the first sitting PM to march in the Halifax Pride. Now, <clears throat> good for the Halifax Pride. Oh yes, he's virtue signaling. Yes, he's virtue signaling to the nth degree because he can't do anything else. Fucking correct. He's gonna go watch it walk in the Pride Parade and say, "Look at me, I am so inclusive." Yes, and so him and his wife were walking along. He's wearing pink, a pink shirt and white pants. While wife Sophie Gregory Trudeau wore a wide brim hat to shame her, shade herself from the sun. I was right when I said shame herself. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but she told the Canadian taxpayers that she needs more money to hire another nanny, another housekeeper, because it was just too much for her. Oh God, the poor woman. When did, yeah. that, when did that happen? We need, we need, we need articles on that. Uh, I will find it for you. So you go on with this story while I look for that. Well, I don't really have much of this story. I only sort of skimmed through this article. I saw him walking in a pride parade. I went, fuck, he's virtue signaling. He's not doing much else. He's giving away $10 million of the Canadian taxpayer money and uh, ignoring the veterans and uh, reneging on the uh, things he's uh, promised to the First Nations and approving... uh, Approving uh, mining rights in uh, different areas that he promised he wouldn't. I don't know what the fuck is this doing. This asshole doing well besides uh, photo bombing and uh, walking in pride parades. He he also has gone back on an election promise where he promised veterans that he would drop the case that's going on in the Canadian courts right now, where the veterans are suing. So, our prime minister promised a veterans group who is suing the federal government that he would drop the court case and settle out of court with them. Well, he has not only done that, not done that, rather, he has continued with the the case. He's broken the promise that he made to the veterans about the sacred obligation to look after our veterans for the, the rest of their lives instead of a lump sum payment. The maximum you can get is about $379,000. People have to go before Veterans Affairs and prove that their legs have grown back when they've lost their legs due to an IED that, you know, 
Kadar helped build. And um, prove that their legs haven't grown yeah. back. Well, yeah, you they've got to prove that they. Sorry, okay, but they've got to prove that they still have these injuries. And PTSD is an invisible injury, and you know you can't really prove that you still have that unless you go fucking postal on someone. Hmm. But we're talking about Sophie Trudeau. Um, I've got the link here. I'm gonna put that up for us on our links and there it's now added all right let's go take a look at that so sophie gregory trudeau the wife of prime minister prime minister justin trudeau wants some help prime minister's office is considering getting her second public publicly funded Did assistant you put it in politics it's not there oh shit uh where did i put that hang on I'll put it up again, make sure it goes in politics. I forgot to do that. Anyway, she says that she needs more help. I don't know if they should go in politics or the politics. cunts one. Put it in fucking politics. It's, it's, a, a it's, in, poli it's in politics, there but it go. should be in cunts. Um, well, cunts works too, but... She says that they won't say what specifically her, her duties entail, although an official statement refers to her extraordinarily high volume of correspondence and invitations. Well, guess what? Bitch. There we go. She needs extra help. Indicates yeah. deeper problems. You know, single mothers do everything that she does and more. And they don't have the fucking help. Don't single fathers. Single fathers that do the shit. I too. was getting to that too. Single fathers do the same shit that she does without the fucking extra help. So suck it up, bitch. Hey, I could use I could use a house cleaner and uh and a nanny and a cook. Fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking right. Who couldn't? Um but yeah, so Back to the uh, walking in the Pride Parade, you know, I've got nothing against the hey. Pride Parade at all. You know? Hey, walking in Pride Parade's a good thing, but yep. to me, this was just fucking virtue signaling. Yep. Um, a couple of drag queens decked in makeup and voluminous wigs wrapped their arms around Trudeau as they posed for a group photo, after which the Bucks and Blondes thanked the Prime Minister with a hug. What a pleasure it is to be here, he told them. We are all together. Together in what? We all are together. We all are together. Yeah. You're all together unless, you know, you need help from the federal government. And then he's going to screw you. Or if you've even earned the, uh, earned the help that you're supposed to get. Um, there, oh, there is a thing I, thing I put up on our Facebook page. I think it got added to our Facebook page. I don't think it did. Um, this guy made a big deal that Trudeau signed a World War II Nazi flag. At the Calgary Stampede. Um, I watched the video. The guy had it tied around his neck as like a, a fucking neck, neck a chief, whatever. Yeah. A bandana. And you couldn't tell what the fuck it was. So this one I have to take Trudeau's side on because you can't tell what the fuck it was. And, uh, you know, the guy then pulled it out and said, this is great. I got the prime minister to sign our Nazi flag. Well, fuck you, asshole, for wearing the fucking Nazi flag. Wear that around me, you fuckface. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's move on to our next little bit that deals with Trudeau and also deals with Omar Qadar's $10 million payout. There's a petition online and circulating around... Petition against Omar Qadar's $10.5 million payout. It's gained more than 52,000 signatures in 48 hours. 
Must be a lot of pissed off Canadians. Yep. Considering there's only 30 million of us. And it says, with over 52,000 names in under 48 hours, it's clear that this issue has struck a nerve. CTF, which is the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Federal Director Aaron Wudrick, I hope I pronounced that right, said in a press release Thursday, the notion of giving $10 million in taxpayer money to Qadar is so outrageous that many Canadians are simply beside themselves. Now, let's cover some facts here. People say there was a legal precedent. There wasn't. <clears throat> they say the case against another guy who was held in Guantanamo Bay. He was tried and found not guilty. He truly deserved the payout that he got. There is no precedence for giving this guy, who is a convicted fucking terrorist, a self-admitted terrorist, any of our fucking money. Okay? Yeah. No precedence. He was not a child warrior because he was 15 years of age. According to the UN, that does not make you a child warrior. You have to be under 15. That means 14 and below. People say he was brainwashed. Well, no. His parents educated him into their doctrines. Okay? If you... If you teach your child Christianity, then you're teaching your child Christianity. But if you teach your, your child Muslim beliefs, then you're brainwashing your child. Where's the fucking difference in that? Okay? He wasn't brainwashed. Okay? He knew what he was doing. He knew what the fuck was going on. And on our Facebook page, I posted a link that interviews one of the people who was injured in the attack by Omar Qadar, Sergeant Morris. He was blinded by this incident and okay i have have to put up the disclaimer it was put on by fox news so it's a little biased no, there's our, not biased in the least. there's our sarcasm for today <laughs> that's not the end of the sarcasm <laughs> there's more to come yes but watch this interview you'll see how it's affecting people down in the states this guy has a personal interest in what's happened because he lost most of his sight for it he had to retire from the military you know, also, we've got the NAFTA trade deal coming up again for renewal. And this Qatar thing is going to affect that. And if you don't think it will, pull your head out of your fucking ass because you don't know Jack. Absolutely. So, that's my two cents worth on our politics, politics, politics. Thank you, Mel Brooks. All right. Well, then uh, one more small piece from the politics zone here. This takes us into the U.S. Because this one's actually quite entertaining. <clears throat> and it could affect Canadians. Because we could end up with silly laws like this one, too. There's a new DU, DUI-E law in Washington State. So if you go down to Washington State and you drive, it is now illegal. To not only text, which makes sense, but it's illegal to smoke, eat, drink, comb your hair, run your fingers through your hair, basically take your hands off the fucking steering wheel. Their new driving while under the influence law actually allows them to write up a ticket if you're eating a burger, drinking a soda pop, anything that they consider to be interference with driving. In other words, this is a fantastic cash grab for the state of Washington because they can write you a ticket for pretty much anything they want. The penalties under the law, $136 fee for the first-time offenders, $234 for second-time offenders, and $99 fee for grooming, smoking, eating, or reading while behind the wheel. Well, I can understand reading behind the wheel. You really should be watching the fucking road. But while those fines are outrageous, that's not the worst of it. If you happen to be a Washington State resident, 
you could end up paying mass amounts in your insurance because of course the u.s insurance system is so much more fucked up than it is here in canada uh while we've got it pretty fucked up there's as much worse so be aware if you're going down to washington state Put the burger down, put the soda pop down, put the cigarette down, keep your hands on the steering wheel in the 10 and 2 o'clock positions, and just say yes sir, no sir, as they're sliding that thing up your ass with no grease. Okay, so I have to add my two cents into this, because I did some checking into this. And this is from a gentleman running for office in Seattle, mm -hmm. who has checked out this law. What it means is if you run a red light and they can prove that you were distracted because you were texting, because you were smoking or something else, they can add that fine on. Oh. They cannot give you the ticket just for running your fingers through your hair or for smoking. They'll fucking find ways yes, to but do that. This is the way that the law <laughs> reads. And it's they don't expect it to last because it's so controversial and people are going to be fighting this law. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be fighting it. Yeah. So, they don't expect it to last, but this is how the law reads that they have to be able to prove that you cut, had a different infraction because you were distracted. Whether it be you were drinking, you were smoking, whether you were tuning your radio, whether you are telling your kids to shut the fuck up. Yep. You know, they have to prove that. Yeah, they might have to, but you can guarantee they're going to find ways to... <laughs> well, your taillight was broken. Oh, you were distracted. Here's your tickets. Come on. You don't tell you can't you can't tell me they don't fucking abuse these. As soon as these oh, laws are of course written, they, they do. fucking start and abuse them left, right, and center. Of course they do. But I I did some checking on this because we talked about it the other day. And uh, I contacted my friend down in Seattle and asked him to verify it for me. Mm -hmm. And that's the information that he gave me. Yeah. So oh, now, there you go. Um let's see what the left hand is doing. I don't know what the fuck is the left hand doing. This is the where the uh, ra the race is reversed in a police killing. Oh, where yeah. the black cop <laughs> shot the white woman for looking in his car. Okay, what happened was a woman was talking to her fiance on the cell phone, and she heard a noise as if there was a woman in distress, maybe a rape. It was past 11 p.m. And most people on Washburn Avenue were furled in their beds. Yeah, give me a second to get the fucking thing up. Okay. Well, I can go on about it while you look it up. Yeah. Uh, except Justine Damond, alone at home with the noises, her anxiety creeping into the loud Las Vegas casino where her fiancé had answered the phone. Okay, long story short. This woman phoned the police and reported the sound. When the cruiser came by, she said she went out to the car to the police car and um da -da 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 -da. i just want to find this here because i want to read it exactly how it is um da -da -da -da. even two americans now used to dis dissecting police shootings the circumstances were an odd jolt a black somali american cop firing at a white australian woman among the garages and green compost bins of an unremarkable strip of Midwestern concrete. She walked out to the car. She approached the car and the black cop pulled his gun and shot her in the abdomen, killing her. Now, why did why did he have his fucking gun drawn in the car? It's the first thing I want to know. He's paranoid. 
know. Second of all, why didn't he say what's what's up to you need help? No, fucking just shoot somebody. I this is a case of I don't care what the fucking race is. The cop was wrong. He should have thought before he acted. And I usually will side with the cops because, you know, they do a dangerous job, but this was fucking wrong. And, um, yeah, all she did was walk up to the car and got shot by a cop who was overzealous. But people are trying, of course, people are trying to bring race into this. Of course they are, because everyone freaks out about the white cop shooting the black person. Exactly. So it's time to freak out about black cop shooting the white person. Now, I am going to say something that's going to piss everyone off, because white, life, white lives matter too. <clears throat> Every life matters, so fuck it. Yeah. But, you know, you don't hear this shit. And, you know, of course, you if you have white pride, if you, you can have black pride, you can have Asian pride, gay pride, you can have Hispanic pride. But if you have white pride, you're a racist. <laughs> you can have United Negro College Foundation. You can have all black colleges. You can have all female colleges. But if you have an all white male college, guess what? You're a racist. You're a racist. You know, because we're privileged. I'd like to know where this fucking privilege is. Uh, so would I, man. I really don't get much of it. Yeah. Try <laughs> growing up Try growing up in a predominantly black neighborhood <clears throat> and see how far your fucking privilege gets you. Yep. It's real! <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, I think that's the only one that we've got on what the left hand is doing. Oh, we got a couple others in there. Oh. We got a couple other oddballs in there. Uh, let's see. We got some strange shit. Oh, here's a here's a really here's a really great one. What the left hand is doing, penis recognition technology. Ooh, this is this is just one that made me laugh. So you forgot your password? If you're male, no problem. Pretty soon you'll be able to use your penis for instant touch technology. Kind of be awkward though if you're you know standing in. Uh, Standing in the lineup for uh, the airlines at uh, TSA, and they ask you to open up your tablet, and your penis is the uh, signal that opens it up. <clears throat> so, at any rate, this is uh, some of the future here. Uh, this is one one surefire way to keep your girlfriend out of your uh, iPad using the penis recognition technology. But other than that, it's just kind of one of those funny oddball things that is happening in the world today, and you gotta wonder, what the fuck. Is going on. Hey, I recognize my penis. <laughs> I'd, I'd recognize my penis in the dark. <laughs> well, I would hope so. <laughs> okay, another one from what the left hand is doing is Trump just moved to sell off our national parks to the highest bidder. Ah, yes. This is what everyone is so worried about what Trump is uh, tweeting out that they're forgetting <clears throat> to look at what he's actually fucking doing. Now, this is from the Washington Journal. Okay. Any paper from the Washington, anything, Washington Post, Washington wapple, Journal, wapple, wapple, I don't wapple, fucking wapple, trust wapple, wapple, wapple. them. Yeah, I don't trust them. But it's a case of you look it over here so you don't see what I'm doing over here. Pay no attention to the man behind the screen. <laughs> so apparently, um, even as millions of visitors seek to return to nature without blowing the family budget this summer, the Trump administration is moving towards privatization of more than 400 U.S.-owned sites, including 59 U.S. national parks, Yosemite, Yellowstone, Grand Teton, the Great Smoky Mountains National Parks <coughs> among them, which are part of a system created years ago to protect America's treasured natural, histor 
historical and cultural sites and to ensure that Americans can enjoy those treasures. <coughs> it doesn't seem to matter that to Trump that the parks have never been more popular. With the economy recovering and gas prices down, the number of visitors to America's national parks and monuments has surpassed 330 million last year, making it the third year in a row which increased with increased <coughs> attendance. You know, the right now in Canada because of our 150th anniversary, you get free admission to the national parks. Now everybody's going, well, that means I can camp there for free. No, it doesn't. You get free admission. You don't get free camping. And they think that they can go into provincial parks and do the same thing. No, this is national parks, not provincial. Okay. National. And you only get free admittance, not free camping. You don't get to do whatever the fuck you want there. But the national parks are something that should be treasured no matter what fucking country you're in. Because, you know, it's a great way to see part of your country the way that it should be. Untouched, real, more or less. Um, kind of hard to have it untouched when you've got a fucking highway running through it. But, you know, I, I can see the Aboriginal nations down in the States going nuts over this. like, And saying, well, fuck you, that this land was our land and it's a national park. You don't fucking sell it and I on this I will agree with them you know but they want to they says it says public private partnerships says a nonprofit national resources defense council is a code for privatizing the management of our national park system the idea is both unpopular huge majority of Americans and virtually every demographic oppose privatization and unwise our national parks are public good and therefore should be publicly managed I agree Look what's happened with BC Ferries. Oh, yeah. They took it from being a crown corporation, privatized it, and now we get raped up the ass if we want to go to the mainland. Yep. So, like, I, I can just see what the administration is going to say. Well, we're doing this to cut the deficit. So... That's exactly what they're going to say. And yeah. oh, while they've been cutting the funding for the parks by $1.5 billion, and there's a $12 billion or $12 million uh, deficit already, they're cutting the funding any, even further to encourage this uh, movement towards uh, uh, privatization. And the privatization, what that'll bring is higher fees for everyone that shows up at the park gates to get in. It'll, it'll usually translates to fewer services because every time they privatize something that was public previously, it almost always ends up as less services provided for more money. And because the corporations behind the privatization, their main goal is to maximize profits. They don't give a fuck about anything else. It's to maximize profits at the expense of everything else. And that's what's going to happen here with the parks if they go through with this privatization or this private-public par private partnership, as they call it. Because private-public partnerships are nothing more than privatization, as we've seen with many crown corporations here in B.C. and many other other crown corporations before where they private public partnership them and they just turned them into a private organization where the CEOs collect 10 times the amount they used to collect they provide fewer services and they charge you know a hundred two hundred three hundred percent more than they used to charge for the same service and it's not justified through the cost of living increases that are 
that have been happened over that time period. That kind of increase is not justified due to cost of living increases or even with BC ferries and the cost of fuel. Those kind of increases were definitely not justified. So if it happens to you in the States there and they privatize that, prepare to take it up the ass without the grease. Now the article goes on to say, if you're a billionaire, like most of the members of the Trump's cabinet, if you're a billionaire, like almost all the members of Trump's cabinet, Having national parks available at a low cost isn't important. You can fly around the world and stay in lavish circumstances, enjoy vast swaths of natural resources, and live behind a gate that only admits your pals. For the rest of us, the parks are a place where true democracy is practiced. It is where anyone who can get there can enjoy the great outdoors just as their ancestors did, at least if they can once get past the traffic jams and problems caused by pa park understaffing which keeps visitors funneling, fuming in long lines. Sorry, That will only get worse this year as Trump's freeze on federal hiring means there will not be enough park rangers and managers to handle demand. While Trump is relenting this spring and will allow temporary employees and volunteers to work at the parks, the staffing situation remains dire. Bringing on outside private vendors has been tried before and the only thing it assured us is that the cost for visitors will rise. Absolutely. All right. Well, we don't really have much else in the uh, what the left hand is doing, so let's move on to something else here. Um, teacher convicted of having sex with a student. What, is what subject are we in here? Rape culture. Oh, rape culture. I think that's what it We're is. We're going to go into the rape culture. Yes. All right. Let's go dump into the rape culture and find out a little bit about what's happening in that realm of the so, fucking planet. A 36-year-old teacher convicted of having sex with a person under the legal age of consent in California is suing the student she slept with for defamation. Oh, this is lovely. Tara Stumpf, who is currently serving a 180-day sentence for having sex with a 16-year-old student, says that statements made by the young man hurt her reputation and her career. Maybe maybe sleeping with him hurt her reputation. Did maybe. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. Yeah, you'd think. Her victim defamed her to various classmates, family, and other members of the community. Schumpf alleges in her lawsuit, local media reports say. Look, it wasn't the kid saying, hey, look, man, our teacher is easy. It was the teacher spreading her legs that said, hey, look, I'm easy. That's pretty much it. Um, she was named alongside her former employer, the Lucier Mar School District in the lawsuit brought against her by the victim's family. She pleaded no contest to the charges in April. The next hearing is in her civil case is scheduled for October. Her teaching license was revoked following her conviction, but she won't have to register as a sex offender after leaving prison. Now, you see, that one there just bugs the fuck out of me. If it had been a man that had done that to a 16-year-old girl, yeah. he'd be a registered sex offender and he'd be, in, he'd be in prison for years, if not decades. You know, this is this is the biggest fucking problem of the so-called rape culture. When the women rape, and they do, or statutory rape as this one is, because that's a whole nother realm. But anyway, the women do it too. The women don't get the same sentences handed down to them as if it was a man, which is really fucked up. <laughs> and, I mean... She, I think she's doing it just to cover her ass. She's trying to cover her yeah. ass, but it's beyond hope now. She she's never going to she's never going to get another teaching job. She's trying to collect money from this poor kid, because that's what civil lawsuits are all about. They're all about collecting money. They're about nothing else. So she's trying to collect money from this kid, 
who may or may not have been complicit in this. Chances are, 16-year-old boy, yeah, he was probably quite complicit because, you know, the photograph of her, she's quite doable. You know, into a 16-year-old kid, hell, man, that's like heaven on earth, you know. Don't you, haven't yeah, you ever heard the song, you know, uh, sleep, what's the song, you sleep with your teacher? Hot, hot for, for teacher. teacher. Hot for teacher. That's it. Hot for teacher. You know, come on. It, it's been there since I was a fucking teenager and probably since before then. But the thing is, is the world has changed and women should be treated the same as men are treated for the same fucking crime. All right. Put the train back on track. Let's go. <clears throat> I wasn't sure what the train was saying about other than, you know, the fact that she's just trying to scam money from this kid. That's pretty much all it boils yeah. down to. She's scamming money from this kid. So, um, right. also in this, we have Betsy DeVos' due process. Okay, we don't get the full article because it's mostly behind a paywall now because, well, the Wall Street Journal, you get one shot at the article and then you're fucked. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to have to start capturing these in full screen at a, at a later time, but... I can still summarize it. Betsy DeVos, the education, uh, that was the title of her fucking for Trump's administration, education uh, minister. I was going to call her a minister, but they're not ministers in the States. Uh, wanker in charge? Well, education minister. We'll go with that, for lack of a better term. Education secretary. They call them secretaries in the States. That's it. Anyway, she admitted last week that the education of campus sexual assault is an issue they're not getting right. Before correcting course, Ms. DeVos is meeting with rape survivors, their advocates, administrators, and even students who say they were they, and even students who say they were wrongly punished under the Title IX law that covers such cases. And they probably were. A vast majority of them, they've already been proven, the vast majority of the so-called rape cases in, in American campuses, college campuses over the last uh six or seven years have proven to be false allegations most of them brought six months or a year later when the girl in question has decided oh that was really kind of fucked up how that last time i slept with him wasn't such a good thing maybe i didn't have I an orgasm maybe i need to report it as rape and they do one of the big ones that's been making the news lately is the mattress girl and the guy that she had accused, he has won his case against the college or the university, thereby completely exonerating him. And even though he was exonerated back when she was walking around with the fucking mattress, he was exonerated because there was no case against him. She brought that case against him eight months after their breakup, you know, which kind of indicates maybe she was kind of pissed about the way he dumped her at any rate. That's just one of the fucked up things. And finally, they're starting to, to backpedal on these things through the new Trump administration. But, of course, the left-wing nutballs are freaking out about this. Like, oh, my God, you must believe the woman at all costs. No, you must allow the evidence to be presented. Because one of the big things they don't allow is the girl, the girl might take this to the police. The police will look at it and say... There's no evidence. We have nothing to do. So they take it to the college, and the college goes, Oh, God, yes, we believe you, darling. And they don't even give the kid, the man charged, due process. He's not allowed due process to present his evidence. He's not allowed to bring in his own attorney to help prevent, protect him. They just listen to her side and go, Oh, okay, you're guilty. And that's what they've been doing. You have a penis, <clears throat> you're guilty. You have a penis, you're guilty. That's pretty much how they treat it. 
and now the course is reversing finally it's reversing which is a good thing which means our our boys young men in colleges will finally be able to enjoy life say hello to a woman without the fear of being accused of as being a rapist okay so <clears throat> this next one that we've got up is a video on youtube the, oh, the 22, 22 dumb feminist arguments. 22 dumb feminists. Which will lead us into dealing with other things like feminism yes, and single. Let's, that, let's do that. But let me, social let me, justice warriors. Well, we'll go from we'll go from this one to uh, social justice warriors. So that'll be uh, lots and lots of fun. Let me so, get this video mm -hmm. up and running as soon as it fucking loads. God damn. The, the video is 23 minutes long. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll skip a, we'll skip a few things. We'll just we'll just hit the hit, hit a couple of the highlights in the beginning. And for some reason, YouTube is taking its sweet-ass time pushing me through this ad, which was supposed to take five seconds, and we've now been 15 seconds into the ad, and now we're three seconds to go, but yet it's been more than three fucking seconds. Oh, two! And this was an ad that, for some reason, I think YouTube doesn't know how to count. All right, so, come on. Yay! Skip the ad. <laughs> I've been making videos refuting lies and misinformation spread by feminists for more than a year now, and in that time I've noticed that some arguments keep coming up over and over again. That's why I've decided to consolidate the most common feminist talking points and the rebuttals in a convenient list. These are 22 dumb feminist arguments. Intimate partner violence is a patriarchal system of oppression used by men to control women. Half of all intimate partner violence is reciprocated, meaning both parties abuse each other in half of all intimate partner violence cases. And when it comes to non-reciprocated intimate partner violence, women are the perpetrators more than 70% of the time. This is according to differences in frequency of violence and reported injury between relationships with reciprocal and non-reciprocal intimate partner violence. A study conducted by Daniel J. Whitaker et al. and published in the American Journal of Public Health by the CDC in May 2007. Big rapes that happen in prisons rape culture. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to learn how to cue these things better, so fuck it. We're just going to skip through this. It's over the same number of years, thus proving himself to be more... Come on. ...men are disposable, and that our lives only have value if we're willing to fight and die for some nebula... Alright. I fucked that one up. I'll take credit for by it. Men as Fuck it. We'll move on to something else. Okay. Um, 21 times social, social justice warriors went too far. Social justice warriors. Yes. 21 times they went too fucking far. Alright, let's go move into that. So, this is from E-Bombs World, and it lists these 21 times that social justice warriors just didn't know when to shut the fuck up. You hear that, ladies? If your man doesn't love you with a penis, he truly loves you. If your man doesn't truly love you with a penis, does he truly love you at all? So... Let's start with number one. Being obese. Put your health at risk. You know what else puts your health at risk? Aging. <laughs> there are numerous studies showing that getting older increases your risk of heart disease, joint problems, stroke. Yet society doesn't find it acceptable to shame and discriminate against old people on the basis of being concerned for their health. Concerned trolls only want a reason to bully and harass larger people while trying to justify as caring about someone's health. And this is true. I mean, you see it all the time. You know, if you if you went on a diet, you exercise more, you'd be so much thinner and so much prettier and so much more attractive to men. I, yeah, I, something I, wrong with that? 
Well, yeah, it, it's body shaming. It's fat Fuck shaming. That. No, it fi- works. No, it doesn't. It does work. No, Fuck it you, doesn't. It does. No, it, it does. It, it, prove to me how it fucking works. I see a. All it does is make that person industry. feel shit about themselves. I see a multi-billion-dollar industry that makes billions of dollars a year by fat shaming. It seems to work quite well. Yeah. Well, it whether it works or not, it's still fucking wrong. Wrong is irrelevant. Oh, here. you know what? You you got fucking. Big ears. I it, do. You should have them pinned back and you'll be more attractive to women. All that does is just destroy someone so that you feel better about your fucking self. It's yeah. bullying. Well, it works though. But it's bullying and it's fucking wrong. Yeah, but it works. All right. I don't give a shit if it works. It's fucking wrong. But it works. But it's wrong. That's irrelevant. It works. No, it's not irrelevant. It's fucking wrong. <laughs> you know, if you were black, you'd get more money. You're right, I would. If I was female, I'd get more money, too. If you weren't American, you'd be smarter. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm but I'm more than American. I'm a multicultural uh, mutt, man. I'm, Fuck nut. I'm, I'm American, Scottish, uh, Irish. Where were you uh, born? First Nations. I was born on an island somewhere in the middle of the Pacific. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. There you go. Sure, right. You're fucking American. If <laughs> And if you weren't an American, you wouldn't be so fucking stupid. Maybe. Maybe and you not. wouldn't be a male, male supremacist. Oh, there you go. If you are a male, you are a male supremacist. If you believe men are naturally masculine and women are naturally feminine. Okay, I'm a male supremacist. I give up. That gender is innate and biological rather than a socially constructed product of culture. Well, gender is innate and biological. That's my opinion. So fuck you. You believe gender is good rather than oppressive hierarchy. You believe gender roles are necessary for society. They are absolutely necessary for society. Without gender roles, society will collapse. And at the moment, with the removal of all gender roles, society is collapsing. We have absolute proof of that coming down our pipe today. You believe that a nuclear family model is a good family model. It is a good family model. It's worked for... How long human beings been around? Millions of years? It's worked for millions of years. So I'd say it was a pretty good fucking family model. You believe men have a right to claim a child that formed inside a woman's body. Support for fatherhood rights. Well, fuck then. I'm a male supremacist. There you go. <laughs> I believe I have a right it, to the child just as much as two a mother people does. to fucking create that child. And at some point, you liked each other enough to fuck. Mm. So therefore... The father should have rights. Dragon in a Fez says, If you don't believe adult privilege is a real thing, that's fine. Go ahead and believe that. But please don't ever have children or work with children or spend time around children or take part and take a job that puts you in position to discriminate against children. Really, to be safe, just don't go outside. You wouldn't like it anyways. There are children out there. What the fuck? I don't even understand that. Like, Yes, there is adult privileges. You, you get privileges for being an adult. That's why you grow up and become an adult. Well, yeah. for those that become adults, but you know, growing up doesn't make you an adult. Uh, that one was just fucking that, stupid. That makes no sense. Okay, that's next. Say goodbye to that waffle and spaghetti theory. Sign says men and women aren't really wired differently. What the fuck? That's from the Huffington Post. Well, yeah. You know how that goes. Men commit over 85% of all homicides. Why? <laughs> You should know how the male brain reacts to handling a gun. That's the Huffington Post article, too. I, yeah. I, I want to track that article down just to see what it has to say. Oh, my God. Uh. Let's move on. <laughs> Please. All right. <clears throat> I have no idea where, who's from these. Just saw some footage from Mortal Kombat from Holly Sheet. 
holy, a holy sheet, fighting games, and their misogynistic female depictions. Huh? Uh, this whole thing. People get their spines Spons ripped out in this game, and you're concerned about skimpy clothing. Yes, fantasy violence doesn't affect me. Misogyny does. Fantasy misogyny. <laughs> okay, this doesn't make any sense. Well, it does. I, I see the point that the guy's saying. I don't he, see the point at all. Man, okay. The, the sentences make no sense, and it's so far out of context. The, the person is making a comment about the fact that the women are wearing skimpy clothing in the game. Oh, okay. Okay, so then the other person says, people are getting their spines ripped out in this game, and you're concerned about the skimpy clothing? Oh, So yeah. they say, yes. Fantasy violence doesn't affect me. Misogyny does. And he points out that it's uh, fantasy misogyny. Now I get it. I, I, okay. just, I, I wasn't making the connections there in the sentences. But okay. That's because you're an American. Fuck you. <laughs> See, when you resort to insults, you lose the argument. So fuck you again. <laughs> I want to be rude, but OP's son seems to be a little intolerant and dumb if he thinks Original that... poster. You need to get okay. up there at the top. He used to be in a coma. I used to be a fat guy. So um, uh, this one, this one here is kind of odd. You got to, you got to look at the picture here of the. My uh, son's recovering from a brain injury. We have a deal. I'm just gonna blow this up so I can read it. Now, we have a deal. Now he's stand, If he's standing, I'm running. He's up to 90 minutes, and I'm down 70 pounds. Great. You, you know that it's fucking great. It works well. So. Then the comments are, um, I don't want to be rude, but the original poster's son seems to be a little intolerant and dumb if he thinks that being fat is a problem. Okay? I can see this point. But the point thing is that he wasn't talking about the, being a problem. He was talking about getting his son up to stand after a, after a brain injury. And he made a deal with his son. And he made son. a deal that he would go running yeah. to keep his son motivated to stand. Yeah. It, dad... Get, Benefits? Dad benefits. Kid benefits. Kid benefits. Yeah, okay. So, this so is, they this also is go on. I also dislike that I used to be a fat guy employed by the original poster and the title big is a perfectly fine word to qualify people of big sizes. If the guy thought he was fat, he then he, he fat. thought he was fat. You know, he didn't think he was big. He thought he was fat. There's a fucking difference. I'm six foot three, 260 pounds. I'm a big fucking guy. Yeah, you're I'm not, not fat, fat anymore. You were. <laughs> Let's not use offensive words just for the sake of being hurtful. Well, <laughs> fuck off. Ah, fuck it. All right. Let's, next. Let's go to next, man. Let's Penis transplant blame, being blamed to help wounded troops. Being planned to help wounded troops. Okay. From 2001 to 2013, 1,367 men in military service suffered wounds to the genitals in Iraq and or Afghanistan, according to the Department of Defense Trauma Registry. Hmm, it's like, okay, great news, they deserve to be given the chance to urinate like they did before, etc. But all of that is a sense of identity, it's a huge problem. It's a white male privilege and entitlement. And gender issues stem from the idea that to not be fully male is less than human. I'm all for feeling normal, but they should be also going through therapy too to combat terrible, terribly gendered ideologies. Fuck off, cunt. You realize that women's breasts are also a sense of identity. Women get reconstructive surgery after mastectomies because your appearance is part of your identity. It takes a real moron to comment about male privilege on an article that, like this. Go back to Tumblr. That I agree with. Like This, this bitch is bitching because these guys who've lost their fucking dicks can't make love to their wives, can't piss 
normally are getting penis transplants and you think it's because, well, you know, they, they got to identify as being a male so that they can bully the women and, and they can have their white male privilege. No, you know, fuck. Try, try not being able to do anything that you're used to. Try being not able to make love to your partner. You know, that's going to send someone, a woman out to find sex somewhere else where she can get it and the guy, because her husband can't. And that's just going to further impede this guy's injuries. Okay. All right, I'll take this one just because it's fun. All right. First one out. Tweet. We've actively tried to be gender neutral toy-wise with our kids, one of each. And it's such a losing battle. Hmm, sadness. And a responder says, yeah, I can already see my daughter preferring pink and I have no idea why because we work so hard to avoid that. Next responder, pink and Disney princesses. We tried to discourage them, but our daughter has gravitated towards both. Huh. Could you imagine that there might actually be innate gender biases in in in, kid, in children? Nah, never. Nah, that that's not possible. Go watch, go watch elementary kids on a fucking playground. You tell me there's no there's no innate gender uh, biases in children. You know, you'll see the boys do things. Now, not all, and you'll see the girls do certain things. Not all, but there are unique innate gender biases. So fuck off. And then the next one is like, again, you know, there's, we all grew up building snowmen and a sign on the, a wall says, do you want to build a snow? And someone's covered up the word man with person. Get a fucking life. You know, they don't have a some, fucking life. You know what sound clip you got to find? What's that? One that will use every one that every broad podcast that says sometimes you have to slap them in the face to get their attention. <laughs> it's from Scrooge, the movie Scrooge with Bill Murray. All right, this is not loading correctly for me, so we're gonna uh, fucking abandon. Okay, this well, I, it's loading for me, so I can go over them. Yeah, but we got nothing to show all the people here on fucking oh. YouTube. And hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but you're a white guy who attributes his wealth to hard work instead of privilege, and I hate you. <sighs> maybe it was fucking hard work, you silly slut. Because it was obviously put up by, well, maybe a girl, but I'm going to assume it's a girl from the Avatar picture. Yeah. Looks like a girl. So maybe it was actually fucking hard work. Almost everything I get in my wealth has been due to fucking hard work. Nobody gave it to me. I had to fucking earn every goddamn penny. And you've got the scabs on your knees to prove it. You betcha, man. <laughs> Stretched jaw, widened asshole. Hey, fuck. Man, it's some hard goddamn work. Okay, another woman, judging from her picture, I'm honestly still trying to figure out why the Olympics is separated into male and female categories if we're so equal. That is actually a very good fucking point. Okay? This, I, I, I bring it up because, I like this one because... Women, feminism in particular, we're so equal. Equality of sexes. I say, all right, fine. Let's put the fucking Olympics equal. No men and female separation. Let's see how many women end up on the fucking podium ever again. <laughs> I okay. guarantee there would not be a woman up on the podium ever again if, the, if, if women and men competed together. The next one. This UCLA professor called racist for the horrible thing he did to a black student. Do you know what he did? 
He um, corrected grammar and spelling issues on this oh, guy's this paper. Is actually, this is actually being a problem in the States now. Mm -hmm. So. Roll it. Okay, right. so this UCLA professor had the nerve to correct grammar and spelling, and this guy has accused him of being called racist, and he's guilty of microaggression, and he's created a hostile climate on campus for his actions. And this is actually happening not just to black students or brown students or yellow, well, yellow students rarely have this problem. Um, it's happening to white students are accusing the teachers of microaggression because the elementary schools and the high schools are not educating kids properly on how to use grammar and anything anymore. They get to college, they're completely unprepared, and the professors expect them to do their work properly. And they're going, oh my God, you're so horrible and mean to me. You're making me think and do my work. You're a bad yeah. professor. And you know, you know who's to blame for this? Reagan. No. He, no, Reagan introduced the No Child Left Behind I law. I thought that was introduced by Clinton. No, that was Reagan. You sure? Yeah, because Nancy Reagan was all over it. And they introduced this No Child Left Behind where, you know, you get a participation ribbon and you, you're... You don't get, you don't fail, and you don't get prepared for life because when you get out in the real world, you know you can just say you're not being nice to me. No, no, the No Child Left Behind Act, which was passed in Congress with bipartisan support in 2001, Bush created it. Reagan started it. It's not according to the original uh, stuff. When I go look it up, well, it was started in 2001. I remember Nancy Reagan bit going on about No Child Left Behind. It may be passed by the Bush administration, but Nancy Reagan started it all. Because she wanted to appease the bleeding heart liberals. Because they were coming out of their, their term. They didn't really give a fuck. He'd been elected twice. He can be elected again. It wasn't created until 2001. It wasn't created until the Bush administration. I'm sorry. You're wrong. No, dude. I've you, got it right fucking here, man. Oh, and if you see it on the internet, it must fucking be true, right? Uh, oh, you're going by Wikipedia? Oh, my God. The book of knowledge, man. Anybody can of... edit Wikipedia, you moron. Right, we'll never go, go to... We'll, never we'll... trust Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, you can trust it sometimes. Oh. Okay, we'll go find other sources. I'll go find, I'll okay, go find other Google, sources. Okay, Google, Reagan, no child left behind. Okay, we'll Use go... that search term. All right. Fucking trusting Wikipedia. It's like trusting a condom that's been in your wallet for the past six years. Well, you know, quite trustworthy. Reagan, no child. Ronald Reagan, no child left behind. I got nothing, man. I got it right here. Fulfilling Reagan's promise, Republicans set their sights on no child left behind. This is from United Liberty. During Ronald Reagan's 1980 presidential campaign, he campaigned in favor of abolishing the Department of Education, which had been established in 1979 by then-President Jimmy Carter. The New American published a pretty so lengthy piece in 2012. By a fucking Democrat. No, the object to get rid of it was started by Reagan. But the idea didn't die with the end of the Reagan administration. Okay? So but it, it goes on. There's a pretty lengthy piece in okay, 2012 so about why Reagan couldn't actually abolish the department during his two terms in office. 
It was started by Reagan. But it was never implemented. I Did I say that? I said it was started. You want to fucking rewind the recording and check it? No. I said it was started by Nancy and Ronald fucking Reagan. Yeah. Admit that you're wrong, bitch. No, I'll never do that. Not to you. Fuck no. Because... That would mean that I was right and you were wrong as usual. No, not as usual. You you get as one every usual. You get one every once in a while. And but anyways, let's happy. move on All to right, the next one. Women feeling attraction to men is a social construct that men have t tried their hardest to make actually a real thing. Women are naturally attracted to women, not men. Any attraction felt towards men is a product of social conditioning. Where the fuck are and you if, at? I'm on the next one. I have no idea which one you're looking at. What's the title the, of the goddamn article? The 21 times social justice warriors went oh, too far. we're still on that. Oh, yes. I thought we were fucking abandoning no. that piece of shit. And if we're... It's a, she goes on. Any attraction right. felt towards men is a product of social conditioning. And if we as a class are to truly achieve liberation, it has to be collectively unlearned. Hashtag lesbian. Hashtag lesbian feminism. Hashtag racial... Fe, radical... Fe, oh my... Hashtag bullshit! Pretty much. Like... Now, Moving on. You're not... You're, you're not attracted to men because you're biologically attracted to men. You're attracted to men because men say you have to be. Next one. Tweet. Ladies, ask your husband if he's still... If he'd still love you if you got a sex change. And if he says no, walk over to your room and start packing your bags. Bye-bye, ladies. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, but... I might love you as a friend, but not as a lover. Didn't didn't marry you for your, for your, for your imaginary penis. No. So... Next one is, so while looking at cosplay sites for ideas on my Jason Todd costumes, I found this. It was an interesting take on Ursula. Okay. Ursula is from The Little Mermaid. And then the comments, you need to take that down. What exactly? The skinny Ursula cosplay picture. It's fatophobic and promotes fat erasure. And he, she is too thin to be Ursula. Fat erasure? No. You know what? Never mind. I don't even want to know. Wait, what happened to people should be allowed to cosplay as any character they want, regardless of body type? Isn't that the big issue in the cosplay community? Right, except thin people, because of thin privilege. <laughs> I think we're done being friends. Like, what the fuck is thin privilege? It's the same as white privilege, dude. Come on. What the fuck is white privilege? Same thing as thin privilege. <laughs> okay, the next same one. Same thing as male privilege. Fuck, they all <laughs> fall in the same, same category. Imagine, imaginative? Okay, the next one. Fart rape. Oh. <laughs> by farting louder than man is... By farting louder, the man is using passive-aggressive violence to position himself as dominant. This initiate Intimid intimidates the woman to subconsciously not release as much flatulence, and thus the woman, fearing for her safety, doesn't fart as loud as sign of, of submissiveness. And this, in turn, sign. contributes to rape culture and women being oppressed. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god, that came from a fucking Canadian. A cupid oh. leader and teacher. Oh god. Oh, this stupid, it hurts. Oh, fuck. Obviously, you don't know my partner. She farts loudly, and my god, it's like a green nuclear so, so noxious you, cloud you, hanging you, over. Do you fear for your safety, and are you uh, farting softer <laughs> as a sign of submissiveness? Well, when she farts, I do fear for my safety. You know, because the screen cloud hangs about three feet above the, the floor, and it just, like, it's that perfect bed level, and she usually farts in bed, and it's just like, my god, I, the Center for Disease Control comes up from the States to check it out. 
they, they put on all these big fans with air purifiers. By that time, it's too late because my eyes are rolled back in my head. I'm foaming at the mouth, you know. <laughs> the military is going... Oh, my God, that is amazing! <laughs> the military is going, dazzle, 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 which, like, nuclear biological attack. So, I mean, fuck. All so, right, all right, let's move <laughs> on, man. Come on, some of this shit is just fucking beyond stupid. Obesity is not a disease. It isn't some disease that needs to be cured. Obesity is simply another form of the human body has evolved to. You see it all the time in animals. Creatures that live on in certain environments have adapted different specific traits unique to that environment. And that is simply what's happening to humans. A human body is adapting to our surroundings. It isn't bad. It's just evolution. We need to stop fearing change and learn to accept it. And stop eating fucking McDonald's and getting fat. What about people with um, thyroid conditions? Oh, is that the majority of the population, or is that an anomaly that is that is set out? There are from... people that have put on weight because their thyroid just screwed up. You didn't answer the fucking question. I don't fucking know. Then, then, but it no. is an anomaly. It is no, not it is the not. majority of the population. No. It is the majority of the population. Go back to your fat that. shaming now, right? Yes, you are. No, That's you're exactly going back to your fat at. shaming. That's exactly what we're fucking at. Because it's not a majority of the population. Well, the you, you're your fucking thin privilege there, bitch. The majority of the population that is fat is due to eating piss-poor fucking food that that contains little to no nutrients and overabundance of fucking sugar and overabundance of fucking carbohydrates. That is what caused the overweight uh, problem in North America. And then along with sitting on our fat asses in front of computer screens and not getting out Listen there and doing any podcasts. exercise. No, you can listen to a podcast while you fucking run 10 kilometers. Come on, don't give me that bullshit. Oh, fuck off. You know, okay, there's no excuse you, for, for so, not getting out there. And, so if and, someone say that you're too thin, if someone says you're too thin, you need to eat something. Then I probably need to eat something. I'm probably too fucking thin. You're too stupid. You need to educate yourself. Then I probably need to educate myself if Get my brain it. is actually capable of it. Okay, next one is a deaf baby hears for the first time. Thousands of hours of patient experimentation went to this science went into this. Science is glory. Accurate headline. Hearing patient doesn't know how to deal with deaf baby and decides their life for them without their knowledge or consent. No. Um you're trying to make your child's life easier. It's like saying to me, Oh, you shouldn't send your autistic kids for therapy. Come on, I want your opinion I on this. Got no fucking opinion on this because it's simply true that anyone who wants to improve their kid's life will help them with hearing, autism, blindness, anything to make it so that they fit into the general populace of the world. And the general populace of the world is hearing. And the world is built for people who can hear. It's like it's built for right-handed people, unfortunately. It's like it's built for people who can see. If you can't hear, you can't see. It's And autistic children need the therapy so they can help to fit into the culture and deal with the way the world works. Because without it, they will have a tough time dealing with the vast majority of the culture and the people of the world. So That's the, the way it works, the, unfortunately. The next post actually goes on about this. And Caitlin... Don't know who Caitlyn is. Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> no, not really. King Roo 619. Not a disability whatsoever, buddy. No such thing as hearing loss. Just death gain. Huh? That makes no sense whatsoever, but okay. Well, she's saying that, you know, you shouldn't be treating deafness as a disability. You're just gaining something by being deaf. 
Well, yeah, you're so gaining the ability he, not to hear people. Uh, he says disability, a condition that limits a person's movements, senses, or activities. So she says, you clearly don't know much about disabilities or deafness. A deaf person can do everything a hearing person can do except to hear. It doesn't eliminate anything at all. <laughs> really? And he replied with, except hearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all. That's all. Limits the ability to fucking hear. Yeah, all I right. mean, it's not like it was years ago. But again, if a parent is going to do whatever they can to make their child's life better, so the Always. next one, this one. Oh, if you give your child children's names that aren't gender neutral, you're deciding their gender for them, and that's really fucked up. Well, I'm pretty sure their gender was decided the moment they were fucking conceived. Actually, so. no. Every fetus starts off as a female. Yep. No. Yes, it does. The moment the egg what? combines with the sperm, the gender is decided. It's no, it's an not. It's either XY or an XX chromosome. No, it's not. It's decided at the, the moment. This is why men have nipples. It's because we all start off as a female. No, that is the formation. That is not the decision of the gender. A sperm only contains one chromosome, an X or a fucking Y. It does not contain two chromosomes, one X, one Y, and then it combines with the X chromosome of the women, and then it decides, oh, let's flip a coin. Oh, we're going to be X today. No, a sperm is either an X or a Y. As soon as it combines with that egg, it is either an XX or an XY. Okay. At that moment in time. Inside now, during pregnancy. The, during the development... Yes, there are certain features that start off feminine, but because it was an XY chromosome, it goes, oh, no, this one is a male. Let's put all the male shit in place. Okay. At seven weeks, your baby's internal sex organ, organs, such as ovaries and testes, begin to form in the abdomen. Male and female sex organs it's and like genitalia look about the same the at this stage because they are derived from the same structures. It's like Around he fucking didn't weeks, hear the goddamn science I just gave him, and he doesn't realize I turned down his microphone so I could talk over the fucking top of him. The wonders of having the fucking control board. All right, back to it. The wonders of not being able to fucking accept the logical argument. No, no. No, it's the logical argument. I've got it here. Scientific fucking proof. Seven weeks. Okay, you are talking about the development. You are not talking about the actual integration of the XY chromosome. Do you believe an XX and an XY are the two genders? Do you believe that you're... That wasn't a fucking question. Do, do you believe question. that you're going off on a different tangent? No, no I am on you the are. tangent. No, you are. You're going off on something completely different. We're de talking about when the child's sex is de determined. Their it's not at the point of conception. Okay, so you're telling me... It's seven me, weeks. So you're telling me that an XY and X chromosomes are, are irrelevant, is what you're telling me. What I'm telling you is it's not determined until seven weeks when the... Oh, so an XY chromosome, which is the until male Until the genitals start developing. One more fucking time here. Let's try to do this without yelling. One more fucking time. You're telling me that an XY chromosome is not a male. No, I'm not. That's what you're telling me. It's no, not, I'm not. It's not a male until I'm telling weeks. you when the child's sex is determined. No, you're telling me when the sex organs develop. You're not telling me when their sex is determined. When is a sex determined? The moment of combi combining of the, of the egg and the sperm. Is that not the moment of sex determination? When you combine an X and a Y chromosome together, do you not make a male?
dignify your lack of knowledge with a response. So Why HBO's Confederate is completely unnecessary. Wait, wait a minute. We're not done with this one yet. Yeah, we are. No, because we haven't determined whether or not you believe in XY and XX. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to let this one go because this is pure, true science. Then I guess we're done. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to end up cutting the show, the show short because he won't admit to the absolute science of an XY and an XX chromosome he as being the only two genders on, in existence. He's talking over me. That's the only way that you can be heard. Sometimes. Yeah. Because those who can't admit that they're wrong will talk over people. No. And drown them out. And completely refuse to accept other views. So oh, no, I we can either, either move views, on or science. end it. I accept all kinds of views, but this is true okay, science. I guess we're there's, done. There's two, there's two genders, XY and XX chromosome. What else is there? You, you, you haven't answered... Actually, you're wrong. There's, there's XX something. and there's XYX. No. We have three chromosomes as males. We don't have three chromosomes. We do. We don't. We have two. All the science no, I've it. ever learned forget in my it. entire life has been two chromosomes, yeah. X and Y. Oh, and the American school system is so fucking trustworthy. No, no more or less trustworthy than the Canadian school system. Because the systems are the same. Well, they used to be until the late 80s. But I was already graduated and done by then. But in the last 20 years, the uh, American Canadian school system's gotten almost as bad. All right. Well, you're never going to admit that you're that you that you uh, that there are only two chromosomes, and we're an hour into the show, so we don't want to let the show completely die. We'll let him believe that there are more than two sexes in the planet, and that sex. Well, he's right on the fact that the sex organs don't form till seven weeks. The sex is determined. At the moment of the combination of the... Then why do men have nipples? Fuck, I don't know. Why, why don't we, we have... Because we all start life as a female. Science has proven it. No, we... There are... The female Science. stuff exists. And because of the X or the Y chromosome, we remove the female and insert the male genital stuff. The male stuff is inserted. But at the moment the egg and sperm combine, the gender is set. It's either a male or female at that moment in time. There Scientific no American. I just Googled, why do men have nipples? Scientific American. Well-respected site and well-respected... I'm surprised you're not bringing up... Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. The guy who fucking decided, the guy who fucking so, screwed everything in the planet like recently. All why queries, the question of why men have nipples can be addressed on many levels. Okay, so they go on, blah, 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 blah. Um, some traits may have proof, although appropriate tests are being explained and as adaptations, blah, 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 blah. The human body inherits one copy of every gene from his or her father and one copy of every gene from his or her mother. Yes. Inherited traits of a boy should thus be combined combination of the traits of both of his parents. Thus, from a genetic perspective, the question should be turned around. How can males and females ever diverge, diverge if both genes are inherited? Okay. 
And they go on and on and on and on and on. Um, so-called sexual sexual dis- dysmorphism. Mm-hmm. Um, a rare genetic disorder, by the way. Um, oh fuck! They're really wordy. Um, well, that's what happens when you read a read a uh, scientific uh, output. A scientific journal, yeah. Um. In an all-famous paper, Stephen J. Gold and Richard C. Lewontin emphasize that we should immediately assume that every trait has an adaptive explanation, just as so they... So there's a reason why we have nipples, they just don't they, know what it is. They, well, they say because women do. They they take... A, and I'm really actually quite disappointed in Scientific American. Oh, because, what a shame. I well, thought you were usually, taking it as, as gospel. No, it's usually a well-respected scientific well, publication. We, we back that up where you said it was respected. It's usually you're, you're okay. changing your, well, your tune. After reading that, yes. Mm, okay. Well, I'll see. Um, okay, let's go to life science and see what Tell they have Tell your fake internet girlfriend you're going to be AFK for about 10 minutes because it's motherfucking science time. Men don't have babies, so why on earth do they have nipples? The answer has to do with how humans develop in the womb, said Ian Tattersall of Paleoanthropologist in the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. Basically, males and females are all built from the same genetic blueprint. Then they develop to slightly different directions in utero, particularly after we hit puberty, (coughs) blah, blah, blah. During the first several weeks, male and female embryos will follow the same blueprint, which includes the development of nipples. However, at about six to seven weeks of gestation, a gene in the Y chromosome... Induces changes that lead Imagine to the development. That, the Y chromosome changes the the lead of the development to the testes, the organ that makes this and stores sperm and produces testosterone. Remember so that, the Y chromosome, the male chromosome. The during the first several weeks, did you was, miss that point? But the one that was did you ins- miss that no, point? No, I didn't miss the that Y point. chromosome. But that was the that chromosome. Be male. The, that was the chromosome inserted at the exact moment of no, the combination. Oh, where did the Y chromosome come from? If it wasn't it's inserted in, it's at the introduced, but it doesn't kick in until six to seven weeks. Okay. So it's not proven, it's not determined at conception. This is where your point is wrong. You were saying it's it's introduced at conception. It's not. It's six to seven weeks. Oh, so so at conception, it's just an X egg, and then out of nowhere, the Y chromosome appears magically. No. Oh, so let's go back to the very beginning and the moment the sperm. the but you're saying the, sperm- the sex is determined at the, that yes, very I moment. Am. It's, but it's not. Because the Y chromosome determines it. Yeah, it's it doesn't, not. It it's, doesn't activate till later, but if the Y chromosome wasn't there, it wouldn't determine it. The so, Y chromosome is going to be there no matter uh, what. Fuck it, we'll just go with this. It's going to be there no matter what. Science. There you go. All right, we'll let that one die because he's never going to understand that that... And, and you're not going to admit that you're fucking wrong. Because I'm not wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, okay, well, we'll fucking fine. We'll come back to that one another show because we've wasted enough time on that. Uh, All right. Fuck. That one will definitely come back another show because I really hate to see people live in ignorance. Oh, fuck, here's some bad news for you. What's the bad news? Campaigners... Seek to ban humanoid sex robots. That's not what I fucking clicked on. Not bad news for me. I really don't need a sex robot. (laughs) 
people want to so get I'm laid. So I'm not getting laid at the moment. That's irrelevant. That's that's <laughs> just time. I don't need a sex robot. Sex robots are usually for the guys who can't get out of their fucking house. <clears throat> guys that refuse to admit when they're wrong. No, fuck that. I admit when I'm and wrong, hey, when I'm truly wrong. This the world's most advanced sex dolls will soon be able to talk and think. There you go. You can even have an... Well, no, if it's programmed by you, it won't be an intelligent conversation. <laughs> uh, so the, it would have to be the way programmed going, by the, someone else, the and then you'd sit there and this, argue with it that it, it was wrong. You ever notice that the porn industry is the thing that brings forth the most amount of change, the quickest amount of change? Mm -hmm. I mean, we wouldn't have the Internet of today if it wasn't for the porn industry. We and wouldn't have the digital cameras that we, we have today. We wouldn't have the digital cameras. We wouldn't and have. Now, and now the porn industry is working on sex robots, which means that in, within three to five years, regular robots will be perfected. And you know what? We wouldn't have e-commerce if it wasn't for porn. That's right. Porn industry helped with the e-commerce yep. system, too. Everything mm. about the internet, you have the porn industry to thank. <laughs> so I've, I've just run down to the bottom of this, and I'm looking at the tweets. Anyone who says they wouldn't have sex with a robot, is a with, liar a, or a with a sex robot, is a liar or a coward. <laughs> Why would I have sex with a robot when I've got a woman? You know? Why would I? Why would I have sex? Pay thousands of dollars for sex with a robot when I can pay hundreds of dollars for sex with a prostitute? Because then you don't have to talk to her afterwards, or even bother to pay her. You just shove her in the closet, and you're done. <laughs> you got to clean her out every so often. Non, not living here during a time where I could own a sex doll to satisfy oh, my virgin troubles. <laughs> that feel when you will never have a sex robot. That that feel. Butter nipples. <coughs> Tweets. That feel when you'll never have a sex robot. Yeah. Sad face, broken heart. Oh, oh whatever. He'll never have so, a girlfriend either. At any rate, it, it is it is coming. It is happening. I forget the name of the company, but there's a company in California which their sex robot is nearly complete. They're expecting to release them in the fall of this year. They're costing it about somewhere in the range of forty thousand dollars. So they're only for the filthy rich perverts at the moment. But you can expect that those prices will drop as they perfect the technology. So look forward to that, folks. We will have sex robots. And in three to five years, we will have home robots. Yeah, it'd be nice to actually have a robot at home to do the dishes, clean the house. Just tell them to go do all the fucking chores that I really don't want to do. Yeah, that's not a bad plan. Okay. But then we're also looking at the iRobot kind of problem. So think yeah. about that problem. Yeah. And Isaac Asmanoff was way ahead of his fucking time. You know that. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. All right, where a five-year-old girl is fined $200 and forced to shut down her lemonade stand uh, for trading without a permit. Finest. Christ. They, okay, they, get this. In Ottawa, they've certain areas of Ottawa, they've banned street hockey. Mm -hmm. And they've banned kids having sidewalk chalk and doing hopscotch. Mm -hmm. Because it makes the, the neighborhood unsightly. Yeah, well, people are more concerned about their property values than kids being kids. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is going on with the world when a, a five-year-old girl is fined $200 and forced to shut down a lemonade stand? This happened in England, by the way. Like, what about teaching kids responsibility and teaching them about entrepreneurship and earning money? Oh, that we don't want that. We want good, happy slaves. So that they can just crowd pleaser. 
Following media inquiries, you slaves can get used to mac and cheese, <laughs> mac and cheese, mac and cheese, macaroni and cheap cheddar melted together. Mac and cheese, mac and cheese, mac and cheese. There you go. Following media inquiries and pressure on social media, Tower Hamlet's counsel, with which hit the child with the fine, promised to drop it immediately and apologize to the family. It fucking right. Like, let's teach the kids to think for themselves. Okay. No, no I mean, we don't want kids thinking for themselves. What the hell's wrong with you? Let's talk about Teen Vogue again. All right, just a second here. Gotta, gotta clean up some of these fucking windows here. I remember I'm the one with the computer running overtime to make sure we record this goddamn show. All right, Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue. Oh, Why yes. HBO's Confederate is completely unnecessary. Oh, And yes. the headline uh, beneath that? that says, If slavery is America's on original sin, willful negligence is America's ongoing sin. Hang on a sec. First, got to find the article. For some reason, I can't find it. There it is. All right. All right. This one comes about as, of course, all you Game of Thrones th fans out there. Thankfully, that show is coming to its fucking death's head. It's a great fucking show. What are you it's talking about? It's all right. It's all right. The books are much better. The books are way fucking better. Yeah, but you don't don't see uh, Cersei Lannister's tits in the books. No, you got to imagine them. You got to have an imagination first. So I guess if you watch TV all but the time. But mind you, you if you watch 300, you'll see your tits anyways. Yeah, well. Come on, you stupid fucking computer. What's wrong with you, piece of shit? So while you're loading that up, I'm going to start reading this. In this op-ed, Lincoln Blades argues that HBO's new show, Confederate, is an unnecessary series that turns a blind eye to the world we currently live in. Actually, you know, it's going on history, which has. Produce the world that we live in? It's doing a little bit more than going on history. One of the interesting things that these guys are doing, these are guys that created Game of Thrones that are creating this new series, by the way. So you have an idea on what you're facing with the kind of writers. They're bringing in some of the original writers from Game of Thrones to this new series also. But what it is, it's based on the idea of what happened if during the War of, so of Northern Aggression that the South had actually won and seceded from the Union. And the Mason-Dixon line becomes a uh, demilitarized zone. And now you have slave traders and slavers and the free people of the North and they're fighting back and forth. So it takes as to what happened, what would have happened if slavery had continued into the modern era, which leaves this at a very interesting point in history. And I hope everybody listening to this is very happy because we record this on a Sunday night and I'm missing Game of Thrones right now. Just so that we can bring you this entertainment and this insightful look into today's world. Yep. So, anyways, they... And they're really cool arguments. Aren't they great? <laughs> um, oh, come on, you stupid fucking computer. <laughs> for many Game of Thrones fans like myself, last Sunday's return for HBO for the seventh season premiere episode was thrilling as it was bittersweet. While this season's climax still lays ahead, the conclusion is in... Clear enough sight for the post-Thrones rumors. While we previously wondered what direction the series creators would go in next, <clears throat> Wednesdays gave us an answer that left a lot of people confused. HBO has officially announced that Game of Thrones showrunners David Beinhoff and D.B. Weiss will be producing a new series for the network called Confederate. 
program is described as a reimagined America in which the South successfully succeeds from the Union and kept slavery in place. In this alternate American universe, Mason-Dixon Line becomes a militarized zone full of freedom fighters, Demilitarized. Oh, becomes a militarized zone. Sorry. Uh, politicians and journalists prior to the Third Civil War. Um, reactions to this news came in swift and largely annoyed. Rebecca Theodore tweets, If HBO wants a series about Civil War so bad, here's an idea. Pick up Underground. Roxanne Gay. Whatever fuck Underground is. It's exhausting to think how many people at HBO said yes to letting two white men envision modern day slavery and, and offensive. Okay. Um, Samuel Smith with an S. Singigali Smith. How about HBO series where black people are, are were armed and supported, not abandoned by the U.S. military, to defeat KKK and, the, and finish Reconstruction? Boring. Yep. Um, Alright. So, yeah, the, it, the, it should be an interesting show. My, my initial reaction to this when I saw it was it would be quite interesting to see, and I was thoroughly expecting, as soon as they announced it, I was like, whoo, this is going to be fun. The social justice warriors are going to come crawling out of the fucking woodwork. So it's like it's going to be interesting and it's going to be controversial as hell. Yes, because there won't be enough black female leads in it. Yeah, yeah. Which just, brings us to our next which story. Brings us to our next story. The USA complains about lack of women and no lead actors of color in the movie Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Now, um, let's go back in time to World War II England, when India was still a colony, basically. Um, there wasn't a lot of black people living in England at the time. Okay. Um, USA Today's Brian Truitt describes himself as a shameless geek, but oddly enough omits the fact that he's also just as shamelessly, same, shamelessly ignorant when it comes to the signaling of his own correct think virtue. In his review of Dunkirk, director Christopher Nolan's big budget look opening this weekend at an actual historical event that took place in the early days of World War II, Truitt offers potential ticket buyers following trigger warnings. The trio of timelines can be jarring as you figure out how they all fit, and the fact that there are only a couple of women and no lead actor of color may rub some the wrong way. Well, let's look at it this way. This is World War II, the beginning of World War II, as 400,000 British soldiers were trying to exit the town of Dunkirk, France, and get back to uh, England. Okay, and I need the, to correct you. English and Canadian, Commonwealth. Let's just say Commonwealth. They were in France. Yes, and they were but trying they were, to get back to Britain. But they were there were Canadian soldiers oh, there. They were, okay, they well, were Commonwealth soldiers. Whatever you want to call them. To me, they're British soldiers. Yeah, that's because you think like an American. But they were British, weren't they? Were they not fighting for the fucking Brits? No, they were fighting for Canada. But they were they were they were fighting oh. for Canada. They wore Canada on their uniforms. Okay. They did not wear Great Britain. So all 400,000 of them no. were Canadians. No! I didn't say that, oh, you well, moronic no. fucking turd! I said, let's set the record straight. It wasn't just British. There were Canadian troops there and other troops from... Okay. So can we not just lump them in as British soldiers? They were, they, were under British, they were under British rule. No, they weren't. Really? Really. They, they weren't under the British That's like officer. saying the British took they, they fucking... Weren't un, they weren't under no, the British it, officer's It's like rule. saying that the British took Vimy Ridge. It wasn't the British. The British failed at taking the Vimy Ridge. The Americans failed at taking Vimy Ridge. The fucking French failed at taking Vimy Ridge. Do you know who took it? The fucking Canadians. Good for the Canadians. So they weren't British. They were Canadians. 
Okay? So let's just say Commonwealth soldiers. Because it wasn't just the Brits. That's like fucking American war movies. The only reason that they all include either British or Canadian is because the actual story does, and then they will use an American actor for it. And they will give them a fucking phony accent. As in um, The Great Escape, they use an American actor as an Australian, gave, gave him a really shitty Australian accent. They use an American soldier uh, actor as a Canadian soldier because they didn't want to hire a fucking Canadian soldier or a Canadian actor. Okay? Okay, so the point of the whole thing we were getting at is completely moot now because it just went off on a tirade, so we'll just move on. Well, no. Let's cover this because they're upset because there's no not enough women in it and no lead actors of color. Hmm. Look what happened to Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. They introduced Morgan Freeman <laughs> as a lead character, and there weren't fucking blacks in England at the time. Yeah, they got they got to pander, man. Got to pander. Exactly, and it it's the same as like bullying or being racist. It's fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, stick to the story that's historical, and you won't go wrong. And this is a historically accurate yeah. movie, by the way. Looks like one to actually be interesting to watch. Uh, the article goes on. Complaining about the lack of women and minority actors in a movie about Gun Dunkirk is like complaining about the lack of Sinatra music in a straight out of Compton in straight out of Compton or wondering why cancer failed to get equal time in Philadelphia or hectoring Hollywood over the omission of realistic sex scenes in the Toy Story trilogy. We can only blame Truett, who's probably a victim of public schools. How did this what the fuck has public schools got to do with it? How does this Ignorance, trigger warning? Public schools, remember you were giving me a hard time about that a little while ago? Come on. Public so schools one create ignorance. One people, I went to public school and I'm not ignorant. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, can't so, figure one, out so one people minded. So I'd say yes. One so feeble minded, it ranks as a non sequitur. Make it past the USA Today editors. Are they all halfwits or does someone personally dislike Truett so much that they've stopped protecting him from himself? <laughs> so if the following is inconvenient to your McCarthyistic desire to bully filmmakers into thinking and believing a certain way. But the settled science tells us the following. Trapped at Dunkirk were young white males saving those young white males were other white males trying to kill those young males. White males were other white males. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of fucking white males killing yeah. each other it, in World it, War II. It, it would be like, well, why don't you have a <clears throat> black Jew in the German army? Yeah. And Okay, I got to ask you something. Okay, fire. Could, could there be a Jewish anti-Semitic or a black uh, white supremacist? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to be the, the Jewish anti-Semitic. They call them self-hating Jews, and the there's actually uh, blacks that uh, they call white supremacists because they believe in the white way of life. I don't know. But, yeah, they exist, supposedly. Yeah, I like some of these comments. It's obvious that Hollywood is just trying to oppress black people. And Wesley Snipes won't show up to save the day because he's probably in prison for something. <laughs> okay, I, I've met Wesley. He's cool. Saving Private Ryan should have been called Killing Private Kraut. Spielberg, of course. <laughs> Are you kidding? Spielberg is as far left Hollywood liberal who supports and votes in step with almost everything respective of anti-Semitism. Anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism. 
except Dunkirk was primi primarily an English retreat from the port of Dunkirk. I like that. Primarily English. Hitler told the army to hold the attack because Goring convinced him that the Luftwaffe could finish them off. Goring was wrong. <laughs> you know, if you're going to get upset over history, then shoot yourself. Do it soon, please. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to a new category. Okay. Um, we didn't really touch much on feminism. No, we hadn't hit feminism at all. Tonight. So let's. We got, we got stuck for a while on a point. Let's argument. talk about the man who arrested for not helping a woman. It's a YouTube video. Ah, uh, yes. Man arrested for not helping a woman. This, uh, one, this one leads into another story also, but. Uh, okay, so. Are you bringing it up? Yeah. Angry MGTOW here. And a man has been arrested for failing to save a woman who was drowning. Description and all my videos will be nothing to do with women going further. Published on The Sun, I can't even believe the story. Holiday horror, man arrested for failing to save Irish tourist Elaine O'Donovan who drowned while on holiday in Lanzarote. Alright, we'll, just, we'll <clears throat> just leave it at that and we won't go into this much. This video is kind of boring other than that. So, the gist of it is this guy goes in to try and break down an article here of a man who was on a holiday with a woman and he had an argument with her. She got all pissy, told her to fuck off and she went and wandered into the ocean and ended up drowning. And while he was on the shore, really didn't know she was there, he was arrested for not paying attention and getting out there in the water and saving her life. I wonder if he could actually swim. You know, like, what if his defense is, I can't swim, so I'd go there and drown myself. Yeah, I, I thought I had the other article. There's another article where he actually got, he actually got jail time for that. <clears throat> oh, for fuck's sakes. And this is in Britain, by the way, I believe. No, it was in Europe. Europe. She was Irish, but it was in Europe. Um, so, you know, this is showing that Europe is falling completely apart. But then there was another article recently to show that while it's a woman, there's if it, while it's a woman, the man or somebody must go out there and risk their life to save her ass. But there was a disabled man who drowned in a lake and uh, three teenage, teenage kids... And uh, we'll just name them. Uh, well, we won't name them, but we'll shame them. They're black kids. They laughed and giggled and uh, went, ah, he's drowning. And then their last cutoff was, it, oh, he's dead. And they were found not guilty of anything <laughs> while they filmed the dude drowning. Now, so, hmm, makes you go, huh? Yeah. Okay, out of the three of them, one of them could have done something. And no, no, they were busy having fun on their YouTube video. Yeah. Um, but I it, that there's that narrow line. Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But if you don't, you're either going to be damned and go to jail, or you're going to be patted on the back and said, don't do that again, there's a good little boy, run home. Whatever happened to being, to humanity, like... Humanity? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Humanity. We lost our About humanity helping 10 years, 15 years ago. Help. Well, I don't think so. I <clears throat> Okay. 
here, I was going to tell you this afterwards, but I'm going to tell you this now. I'm driving down the road today. This guy in a Ford pickup truck is coming towards me. Then the left front tire from the Ford pickup truck goes bounding over the fucking front of my truck. Mm. I bet he had a bad day. Oh, he had a shitty day. The fender on his truck is completely fucked. He's lucky he's not dead. But, get this, the lug nuts were all intact. The the bolts that you turn your lug nuts onto were intact. They just come loose and spun off. Mm. So, I said, well, said to the guy, have you had any work done recently? And he said, I don't think so. <laughs> my, my first question to him was, are you okay? Do you need medical attention? Yeah. I, I stopped what I was doing. I pulled over and I was directing traffic so other people weren't getting hurt. That's what humans fucking do, people. That's what, like, treating other people like you would like to be treated yourself. Okay, the Bible calls it the golden rule, do unto others. Some people will say, do unto others before they can do it unto you. But this this couple were in trouble. Yeah. They just had a, a what I would call a serious accident. That is a serious accident. And, I mean, if it had hit my truck, I would have been pissed. But it was an accident. I'd be more pissed if it hit a kid. That tire bounding down the fucking road. If it hit a child... I would have been really fucking pissed. But fortunately, that didn't happen. It rolled into a fence and dropped. But to see this tire come bouncing, literally bouncing down the road at you and bounce over the, the corner of your truck. I drive a 91 or 2001 Jimmy. To see this thing bounce over it is scary enough. But to see this car or this Ford pickup dig into the pavement yeah. and come at you is scarier still. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I stopped. A couple other people stopped. We all made sure that they were okay. We got a tow truck coming. I was directing traffic so that other people weren't going to get hurt or further complicate the situation. This is what's called being a good human, people. Caring about your fellow man, whether they be white, black, native, Mexican, Chinese, doesn't fucking matter. You know, and it was a mixed race couple. She she's native, he's white, as white as I am. It didn't matter to me. What mattered was that they were safe and nobody else got hurt. This is what we need more in the world. We need people to give a fuck about the other people, not just about themselves. And that's what these three black kids were doing. They gave a shit about themselves. I don't know about the guy who went to jail for it. He may have just been low oh, of I didn't know. But he could have just said, well, I didn't know, but I was secretly laughing my ass off. We don't know. We'll never know. But no. we need people to fucking start caring about one another, not just themselves. That's my rant on that. Okay. So, the feminist gaze deferred streams smash posts why Lacey Green sucks. Does she suck? And more importantly, does she swallow? She might You'd have to ask uh, ask her uh, new uh, anti-feminist boyfriend. Well, <laughs> oh, the the jokes actually will write themselves. And who is Lacey Green? And why do people hate her? Lacey Green is a uh, is a feminist uh, is a feminist um, YouTuber, 
And uh, the reason they hate her is because she uh, dared to uh, say that, well, hey, maybe we should to talk you. to the people on the other side. The 41, a 41-year-old 41 woman went on holiday with Wait her parents. Wait a second, what the fuck is playing? I have no clue. She went there. Oh, that's from oh, the that's last a, story. That's the last story, yeah. Wow, your computer's really lagging my computer's doing all that work. Having, my computer's having issues tonight. Yeah. What can I say? It does that. It's being a pain in the ass. <clears throat> so, I... This, this person is actually berating Lacey Green for actually looking at the other side. They're, they're berating Lacey Green. Lacey Green has done what she, what's called taking the red pill. She's uh, dared to imagine that the other side might have viewpoints that are worth listening to, even if she doesn't fully agree with them. Maybe have an argument or two with them, or maybe have a discussion. But of course, the leftist feminists don't believe that you should even talk to them. And now the community that fully embraced her is now ostracizing her for daring to do that. Where she used to, well, she still calls herself a feminist. I bet within a year she won't call herself a feminist anymore after they finish trying to drag her back down into the bottom of that bucket. So she, anyway. She's receiving on. threats on her life. Yeah. Because well, she dared to speak out on the on behalf of men. And 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 she's receiving threats from the community that used to love her. This is the this is the amazing thing about the leftist community. As long as you drink the Kool-Aid and believe everything they say, they will love you, but the moment you dare to have an independent thought and move in a direction of maybe I can communicate with these folks, they freak out and try to drag you down into the morass and the pit that they that they prefer. So this woman goes on to say, once again, yes, as a blogger and feminist, I am definitely not a fan of Lacey Green. She usually only promotes heteronormative sex, has fat shamed under the guise of body positivity. These and other issues are usually from ignorance. Lacey Green should, as a popular blogger and YouTuber, be held responsible for the things she says and does and is subject to criticism. I agree with that. Well, everyone's subject to criticism. Yeah, and, you know, if you want to criticize us, feel free. Fill your boots. Yeah. You, you might influence the way that we think, the way that we talk. I, I mean, I, I'm absolutely against fat shaming. The the whole thing with that Playboy model who took the picture of the woman well, without her permission. Rude. That was just rude and cruel. But to say you can't unsee this is fat shaming that woman. The woman was at a gym. you got to applaud the woman for being at the fucking gym and caring enough to improve her health. Yep. Okay? It's... To do that, to fat shame a woman who's trying to improve herself is fucking wrong. That's just cruel. It is. And on that, we can agree on. No, you you say fat shaming is okay. I disagree. It works to a point, man. Well, it really does. It, it, communism worked to a point. Well, Look at what happened to most of the communist when, when countries. Fat, when fat shaming quits working, then everyone will collapse into either fat dumb or skinny dumb. Uh, we know that communism collapsed back into capitalism, so hey. And now, and now it's starting to go back the other way. Their oh, pendulum no, has shifted. No, no, North, North America is shifting to uh, socialism. Um, Russia is still pretty capitalistic. 
but they're a bit authoritarian capitalistic. Okay. Um, how to survive a move from a feminist single mother? How, how to survive and move on from a sing, feminist single mother? Um, no. Young men giving up on marriage? Women aren't women anymore? Ooh, let's look at that one. All right. We'll jump into that one. What the hell? Fewer young men in the U.S. want to get married than ever. While the desire for marriage is rising among young women, according to the Pew Research Center. Now, this this is uh, the Life Site. Life Site is back on Tuesday. Um, Pew recently found that the number of women 18 to 34 saying that having a successful marriage is one of the most important things rose from 28% to 37% since 1997. The number of young adults, adult men saying the same thing dropped from 35% down to 29% in the same time. Pew's findings have caught the attention of one U.S. writer who maintains that feminism deeply entrenched in every segment of the culture has created an environment in which young men find it more beneficial to simply opt out of coupledom entirely. <coughs> Suzanne Venker's article, The War on Men, which appeared on the website of Fox News in late November, has become a lodestone for feminist writers who have attacked her position on that institution of marriage is threatened, not enhanced by the supposed gains of the feminist movement over the last 50 years. The supposed gains of the feminist movement. What's supposed about them? What gains has the feminist movement made? A lot of man-hating, a lot of problems. You know, they they you know equality was was reached uh, twenty twenty-five years ago. It, it's funny because <clears throat> it says, "Where have all the good-meaning, marriageable men gone?" <laughs> yeah, they've just they've they've given up. It's hard to find it. It's tried hard to find a true feminine male, uh, female. Well, I mean, in certain friendship circles, there's a lot of feminists that I know, and I say to them, "Well, are you a feminist? Are you an equal rightist?" Like, because there is a difference, mm -hmm. and they're like, "No, there isn't." I'm like, yes, there is. The new feminism is calling for women to shoot men and if they are kill men, and if they haven't, why not? I, I love bringing that one up. <laughs> and oh no, it doesn't. And I'll show them the article. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just what. No, that's the majority of feminists today. Where men are good for one thing and one thing only sperm donation. No, uh. cannon fodder. Cannon fodder, providing money for the babies. Um. You know, down in Washington, if a guy dates a woman who's got a, a single mom, she can then sue him for child support, even though the kid isn't his. Yes. Because they formed an emotional we attachment. we got an article in here somewhere that talks about this guy in Texas who has to pay $65,000 in child, child support for a child that his DNA proved not his kid. <laughs> That's one of these gains that they're talking about, you know? Yeah, these are the gains that the feminists have made. Where men do not want to pay for a child that is not theirs. Can't really blame them there. Um, where men are told that there's something fundamentally wrong with them. They're tired of being told that if women aren't happy, it's men's fault. Feminism, the sexual revolution, it's made marriage obsolete for, for women and men. The other thing is, is like... A man doesn't have to worry too much about um, getting laid nowadays. All he needs to do, if he wants to, the young man anyway, go to a college, 
colleges are now 60 plus percent female where there is no longer a dating culture there's a hookup culture you know and of course it's because men have so many choices like why should i bother with one they're they're giving out the milk free i don't need the fucking cow anymore you know it's and this is the whole point of what it is and i we've got it in here too another article that will eventually show up is that uh in the colleges where the opposite is true where there's an equal number of men and female or there's more men than females it's a massive dating culture it's more monogamous they settle down they get married they they have better relationships versus the colleges where it's opposite and also the colleges where there's a massive uh, a massive woman's uh, woman's studies programs so these are the problems it, this article says and it, this article I I'm picking up is giving you a very Christian view of things. Oh, most of it's a Christian view of now things, the, but this, it, just but, because it's a Christian bent doesn't mean that monogamy and other things aren't part of the general culture of no matter what religion you're in. It, it, the article goes on to say, when I ask them why the, why, the answer is always the same. Women aren't women anymore. Well, that's true. Feminism, which teaches women to think of men as the enemy, has made women angry and defensive, though often unknowingly. Now that men have nowhere to go, it is precisely this dynamic, women good, men bad, that has destroyed the relationship between the sexes. Yet somehow, men are still to blame when love goes awry. Men are tired, Ventner wrote. Tired of being told there's something fundamentally wrong with them. Tired of being told that if women aren't happy, it's men's fault. And this is true. And it happens in the courts all the time, the divorce courts. Being divorced twice, I have no desire to go through marriage again. Yeah. Why ruin a perfectly good relationship for a fucking piece of paper? Well, the paper doesn't matter. But the, that, the other thing that can still happen to the men, and it happens more, uh, more often than not, is the women are awarded the custody of the child. They're awarded the massive amounts of child support. The fathers, whether or not they want to be active and participants in the child's life, are prevented from that and with the court's blessing they're prevented from that even though they still have to fork over whatever money they've been told they have to pay and it goes on and on my my attitude is fuck it if you're not gonna <clears throat> let me be part of the child's life you're not getting one fucking red cent but now because of the feminist movement they can take your income tax return they can garnish your wages be, but they still don't have to give you access to your child that's right and that's fucking wrong. Yep. Okay. Let's go on to another one here. Alright. Um Christians when says one should pay James Bond. That's idiotic. Ooh. Oh hey, here's a good one for you. College kids pledge to remove their balls if Trump builds the wall. Come on. Oh This one's just too fucking funny to not uh <laughs> To not deal with. All right. As reported previously, two students at the University of California stated that they would publicly remove their penis if Trump enforced the existing USA-Mexico border wall. In a, in a continuance of this trend, four students at the University of Washington have promised to remove pieces of their reproductive anatomy if Trump builds the wall. 
Washington sophomore Trent. Why? Feminism is doing it for them. I know. Washington sophomore Trent Grillathon said he was inspired by the movement at the University of California and that he thinks that Trump's construction of the wall is just an extension of his penis and an expression of patriarchal rape culture. Really, by building the wall, we are raping the Mexican people. And I am no longer willing to be a perpetrator of rape culture. If I remove my penis, I am making a statement that I reject this mentality. All right, dude. Oh, Cut it off. <laughs> where to start? Where to start? Okay, feminism has already cut off your balls, guys. So just accept that fact and grow a set. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to go off here for a second. There's this meme going around that Betty White supposedly said, why, why are people told to... Grow, grow a set of balls when a vi vagina actually takes it more of a pounding. Well, what do they take the pounding from? A ball slapping against them. But anyways, um, who, who's going to give a fuck? You know what? Go ahead. Cut your balls off. Get yourself a Darwin Award because you voluntarily took yourself out of the gene pool. And on, on that note, we say thank you. Yeah. Please cut your balls off. We don't need people like you. Remove yourself from the gene pool. Okay, so what's left? We've covered almost everything here. Um, yeah, well, most of it. We didn't get to all of it, but... Uh, um, we still haven't gotten to global warming. <laughs> no, global warming is not going to come up until I've got my, until I got my research done. Uh, well, how about this? Um, and the research is out there. I found bits and pieces, but until that one is done, that one's not coming onto the plate. So you might want to get your ducks in a row for it too, because that one's gonna that one there is gonna suck up half a show. Commie day, terrorism memes, and a YouTuber feminist gone rogue. The internet was an interesting place this week. Ah, uh, so. <sighs> You could be forgiven if you only notice one event happening on the internet this week. Which one are we after here? Commie Day, terrorism memes, and a YouTube feminist gone rogue. The internet was an interesting place this week. That's still in social justice warrior crap? Uh, it's, um, it's under the feminism one, yeah. Oh, that's why I can't find it. Um, Give me a second. So they talk about Lacey Green backpelling away from feminism. Um, the Calm Day, which some media breathlessly dubbed the Super Bowl of politics, had the world transfixed. Astonishingly, though, there were other things happening on the internet this week. All in all, it was an intense week marked by a humor and a, as a responsible response to world politics, a disturbing ripple in YouTube's social ego, ecosystem, and thank the gods of horror, a gay bab, babaduck for Pride Month. On to the mayhem. James Comey's Senate testimony consumed social media. Because he said shows Hillary Clinton was right all along. <gasps> Trump's lawyer, Comey, violated executive privilege. Ten Comey, legal by experts. The way, it's Comey, not Comey. Comey. Comey, whatever. Donald Trump's secret. Get the name right, if we can. Donald Trump's, okay, Donald Stump, 
Secret isn't that sure he lies, no it's in, in the crowds out, that he crowds out the truth. What was that? I'm pretty sure there's no ass in front of his name. Stump? Trump. Stump. Trump. Stump. Who's going to be the American president for the next seven years. Stump. No, he won't. Want to bet on that one? I bet you gets assassinated. That's a high possibility, yes. But at the moment, I'm betting for eight. I'm betting he'll be there for full, for the full two terms. Unless the left changes their viewpoint on shit, on how they handle shit. Unless they unless they change their tactics, he's going to be there for another 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 four years. He'll be there until 2024. Um, I'm just looking at some of the tweets from this, and it's. I, I can feel my stomach turning. Okay. So, um, so we're going nowhere with this. One. No, we're going nowhere with this because okay. it's just, you know, Wonder Woman has become, has become the most tweeted about movie of 2017. Oh, no, not anymore. It was. Shortly the, after it was released. And Planet of the was, Apes it, one is making headlines. You know, the Planet of the Apes one's making lots of headlines right now, especially because... Uh, God, where are the Planet of the Apes articles? I had several of those in here. Um, yeah, I saw one up here. Um, oh, where the fuck are they? Yeah, like... People are freaking out about the Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, for no apparent reason. The, they're, yeah. the same, the same sort of arguments against like Dunkirk. It was yeah. really quite, it was really quite dumb. Oh, here it is, uh, Clementine. Oh, Clementine, our favorite feminist. Oh my darling, yeah, oh my darling, about, oh my darling, Clementine. No, that's not the one. Want the, oh. I could have sworn I said something. Masculinity, rape. Uh, here it is. Masculinity, rage, and racism. Some thoughts on war for the Planet of the Apes from Feminist Frequency. This one, this one comes from our favorite uh, North American feminist, which is um, uh, Anita Scarkeesian. This is our North American equivalent to Clementine Ford. <clears throat> All right, masculinity, rage, and racism, some thoughts on war for the planet of the apes. War for the planet of the apes may be the, may be the least subtle film I have ever seen. Of course, not every film has to be subtle, but at a certain point, enduring a movie that repeatedly bludgeons you with sledgehammers of obviously meaning becomes a numbing experience. War crosses that mark within its opening 15 minutes, practically screaming at viewers. Look at the Vietnam War imagery we're so meaningfully replicating. It then continues on for another two hours on mitigated heavy-handedness before finding mercifully reaching its conclusion. Okay, that's her opening statement here. All right, let's see here. Where's the start? Let's start with two male figures, blah, blah, blah. More of them wear beads in their hair. All right. Thus, one of the film's two female eight characters is promptly dispatched to fuel the, the story arc of, a, of the male hero. Both of them wear beads in their hair because how else are we going to know they're female? Well, with apes, pretty much that's the only way you'd really know, I think. Uh, without some good old-fashioned gender signi signifiers, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The other female ape, Lake, serves like 
serves little purpose in the story but to be designated the caretaker of Caesar's surviving son. War, it seems, is man's work, no matter what your species. Well, that's absolutely true. Until you women decide you're going to get down there in the dirt. Allow yourselves to be drafted and all that shit. Although we did see an article that uh, a couple of women are, uh, are, are trying out for the SEAL team. I hope to hell they don't drop the uh, 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 standards for them. No. You know, the British SAS has had to change their selection routine. Yeah. Because you're told that there, and you sign a piece of paper that says you're told that there is a chance you will die in this training. Yeah. A higher chance. And there's this march they call the, the Fantan, which is a very hard march. People have died on it. One idiot died from not drinking enough, and his wife sued the British government and has now made it so that there has to be water stops along. You know what? When people are fucking shooting at you, you're not going to have time to stop for Hang on, guys. Stop. Time out. I need a, I need a water break. I need a bio break, okay? It's not going to happen. You need to realize this, people. They're, you're training for an eventuality that you're going to face. That's the whole purpose of the training. But because some guy wasn't smart enough to carry enough fucking water, and he died and his wife sued, they've had to change it. Now there's water breaks. Are you okay? Do you have blisters on your toes? Do you want us to, do you want us to take you in and see a doctor and you can have the blisters fixed and you can lay up for six weeks. We'll hold your training. We'll stop the war while your blisters get better. Really? <laughs> Come on, people. Wake the fuck up. You know, it's bad enough now that in the Canadian military, if you're feeling stressed, you can, you can lodge a complaint against the NCO who's making you feel stressed and they can't make you feel stressed anymore. What the fuck are you going to do when bullets are zinging past your fucking ears? Are you going to say, you're making me stressed. Stop. Hey man, this won't. <laughs> All right. Well, this show uh, here has not gone to plan and it's been a little bit more chaotic than usual. And uh, we are going to get better at this fucking thing eventually. But we've reached the limit of our show. It as soon is, as you realize I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. That is not it at all, dude. Oh, you, you know what? Uh, right at the end of this piece, you've reached the end of this piece, but there's plenty more where this came from. All the feminists, frequency work. Frequencies work. Web pieces just like this one, videos, newsletters, and interviews. It, it's completely free to the public, but everything we produce requires research. <laughs> She doesn't Staff do time. much research. This is the same woman that uh, goes after the gaming community and they really don't give a fuck about and it. And resources. We need your help to keep our feminist media analysis and educational materials easily available and accessible to anyone with an internet connection. Pitch in and donate now to make these pieces keep coming. Better yet, less than 10 minutes to go. Okay? Dedicate, donate your money to us so we can bring you more of What's really fucking going on? All right. Well, we're going to start wrapping this up. And at this point here, we really need to uh, let you folks know that uh, this show is being produced as a value for value show. And what we're going to be looking for, it's not up yet, but it's coming. We're going to have a donation page where you can donate to the show. And basically... What we need you to do is just... We just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. That's all we need.
Just cash, send your cash. Just send your cash because you know, eventually this show is going to get very good. We're going to be we're, we'll be better at deconstructing of all of this stuff, and little by little, you can start in at the bottom by supporting uh, the cranky old bastard show and showing that we're heading in the right direction. So there will be PayPal links up, and eventually we'll have a mailbox where you can just send us checks. So. Any of those two ways to send us money. That would be fantastic. And I just want to say to you all to remember to support your troops and support your veterans. Now more than ever, they need it. All right, so we'll just let this roll on out with this little pit ditty here. A dragon has come to our village today We've asked him to leave but he, he won't see, go away Now he's talked to our king and they worked out a deal No homes will he burn and no crops will he steal Now there is but one catch, we dislike it A bunch twice a year he invites him a virgin to lunch Well we've no other choice so the deal will respect But we can't help but wonder and pause to reflect Do virgins taste better than those who are not? Are they salty or sweeter, more juicy, or what? Do you savor them slowly, gulp them down on the spot? Do virgins taste better than those who are not? That's all we got for you now. Take care. Bye-bye. Y'all come back now. Here.